How's it going? It's Tim Brown, and this is the HVAC Hustle Podcast. And today, I've got Brigham Dickinson of Power Selling Pros. How you doing, brother? I'm well. Awesome. We are talking about how to have better form on your call-ins and how to, what you should be talking to your CSRs about, basically. I know you guys train them. Yeah, we train them one-on-one, twice a month, using their own phone calls. So it's ongoing coaching accountability. That's amazing. And how did you get into that? About 15 years ago, one of my clients, Troy Nearings, and when I say client, I wasn't doing what I do now, right? I was actually brokering for an ad agency. They couldn't even hire me back in 2008, but I said, hey, look, I will generate my own leads, my own sales, just pay me for those sales. And they said, sure, sure enough. So I had a few clients, Troy Nearings of Nearings Plumbing and Heating was one of them. And so Troy one day pulls me in and he says, hey, we got to put things on hold, all the advertising I was doing for him. And I said, why? I was kind of concerned because at the time, I wasn't making a lot of money, so I, I needed him to m- remain as a client, right? And so he said, well, your leads are no good. They just want a ballpark price. They just want to know which cars come out. They just want to talk to a technician. And I said, well, Troy, those, those are opportunities. Those are leads. Why, why, would we, why would we stop this? And he says, well, we don't know how to book them. We're used to people just ready to book, right? Ready to order with us. So we, we're not sure how to book these calls. So until we figure it out, we just got to put things on hold for now. And I said, Troy, you shouldn't put things on hold. You should double down on this. In fact, if you'll allow me, I can train your CSRs on how to book the call. Now, I wasn't quite sure what I was gonna do, but I was just trying to keep the account. So he said, you know what? That's fine, go ahead. So uh, I penciled in some training ideas. I had answered phones before in the industry, so I felt confident that I can give them some good stuff, right? Some good quality content. I trained them, and within about a month, they had their call conversion up 20%. At that time, I got a call from Troy's buddy, Tom Robichaud in Boulder, Colorado. They said, hey, I, I, uh, I hear you're working with Troy's team. I said, absolutely. I'm working with Troy's team, and uh, we're training CSRs, and we're doing his advertising. And he said, that's fine. I'm, I'm good with advertising, but I was wondering if you would train my team too, my CSRs. Sure, but I got to do your advertising, right? And he's like, well, no, but I'll pay you to, to train my CSRs. Next thing I realized, holy cow, I could have an entire business just training CSRs mm. in the industry. And sure enough, Tom Robichaud and Troy, they got together about a month later, and they said, hey, let's, let's refer you to a guy named Mike Guglielmo of gold, me- gold medal in, in, uh, East, in uh, East Brunswick, New Jersey. And he referred me to a bunch of guys. Next thing you know, I'm hiring all my friends. And you know, Tim, I, I don't have a lot of friends. They're all here, right? <laughs> and, and we're just, you know, we went from training six CSRs with Troy uh, 15 years ago to over a thousand trainees in our program today, so. Incredible. Yeah. So being that you talk to so many different home service businesses and you probably found some things that work yeah. What's the balance of like scripting to non-scripting? Like how much do you script stuff versus not scripting? Okay, so we have scripts just to get you going. Especially if you don't have an experience in the industry, we just hire you because you've got a great attitude. We're excited to have you on the team. We have a training program that we're gonna take you through. Here are some scripts to begin with, mm-hmm. right? Our goal is for them to go way beyond the script. Our objective is for them to use a set of principles. Now we use the thing called the pattern for excellence. It's awesome. The end goal of that pattern for excellence is to win the moment. Your goal is to win the moment with the customer by not just booking the call, but creating a wow experience for the customer in such a way that when they hang up, you're like 911. There's no 912. Help us on the way. You're the only one going out. You know, a technician doesn't like to be one of five bids. And funny thing, the homeowner doesn't want five bids either. They feel like they have to have five bids. So if you can create such an amazing experience, such a great impression over the phone that when they hang up, man, they're done. That's what we're looking for. Most contractors, they love being the only one that comes out. And that's, oh, yeah. and that's what we do. So, so 
short answer to your question, we want them to use the principles, not just scripts. We want them to, to actually go beyond the script, use their personality, change their tone and their intent, their intent based on the customer that they're speaking to. So I love that. Yeah. What is, what is the major mistake that you see people making? Like, what's is there an easy win that you can that you often find working with a new company? What is the what is the most common thing that you address first? Yeah, so the easiest thing for us to focus in on, or at least the first thing, rather, is the first 30 seconds of the phone call. Six out of the eight principles we teach, including positive attitude, uh, preparation, listening skills, um, caring, reassuring, asking the right questions, all those principles are found in the first 30 seconds of the phone call. Mm. And the reason why that is, is because what happens in the first 30 seconds of the phone call ultimately determines the outcome of that call. So. We're focusing in on listening, caring, reassuring, asking when on that on that on those first three seconds. We want them to show the customer that they understand, that they care. We want them to make sure that they're uh, reassuring the customer they've called the right place, and they're asking for the appointment. When would you like us to come out? So, it's those first thirty seconds are our lowest lowest hanging fruit. He does is he teaches the most valuable team in your business. He'll just add nothing but profit. There's so much money left in the call center. So much money. If you're not at a 90% booking rate, showing empathy on the phone, smiling on the phone, making sure they're having a better day after they got off the phone with you, then you need to call Power Selling Pros and see Brigham. It's a big shift probably for a lot of people. Uh, you're, you know, you talked about not sitting there and just hammering on the, the address and like getting all the nuts and bolts out of the way really quick, right? Like, um, but my, my next question is like, what should they have on hand every time? Obviously homeowners are often in a rush. Um, yeah. And I think sometimes like, do we need to have, let's say for an HVAC plumbing business, uh, you know, what do we want to have on hand as things to facilitate that call to go well? Yeah, so we have a tool called the Pattern for Excellence. And that's this wheel that I've been talking about. Set of principles, it's eight principles and one outcome, which is to win the moment. And the way that you win the moment is you make sure that you have a phenomenal attitude over the phone and they're able to sense that. If you've got a great attitude and you're super prepared, the call's gonna go well, right? Listening, caring, reassuring, you've got to do those things first. The customer has an emotional need to be understood, cared about, and reassured. If you can do those things right out of the gate, my gosh, that call is going to go fantastic. You'll find that it goes for two or three minutes as opposed to five or six. Mm. And the reason why is because you're taking care of the customer's emotional needs first. Once you've done that, you ask the right questions, you find out when they'd like for you to come out, you build value before you present a dispatch fee, and you're grateful at the end of the phone call. If you master those eight principles found in the pattern for excellence, you're gonna book that call, you're gonna wow that customer, you're gonna be the only one that goes out, every time. I love that. Any other tips you have for trying to be the only one that they talk to? I'm sure you've learned some things. Yeah, so there's two things that we look for. We want them to have the right mindset, okay? We, we always look for that in CSRs, and we want them to own their process. So what I mean by that is, is they need to practice over and over and over again. Whenever we do this training, a CSR is like, oh man, you just demonstrated everything I already do. That was incredible, boy. I, it was like looking into a mirror. Oh, okay, cool. Let's start listening to your phone calls. 
And then the next thing you know, they start listening to their calls and they go, oh my gosh, what'd you do? Find the worst call I've ever taken? And I said, you know, we felt the same way, but here's this other one and this other one and this other one. And they realize, holy cow, I have some changes to make. I'm not, I'm not where I thought I was. And so at that point, that coaching one-on-one, -on -one, twice a month, where we're helping them own the process, not just say they can do it, mm -hmm. not just know it cognitively, but actually experientially, right? It's a, it's a part of them. You find that they start using it at home, right? They're, they're using it with their spouse. Their spouse is saying, man, I feel like you're just so, you're so caring right now. You feel, I, I just feel like you understand me. The kids are like, oh my gosh, the, our, our discussions are just so great. You're just my best friend or whatever, right? Why? Because they're, they're embodying these principles inside of work, outside of work. And of course, they're becoming just, just better at connecting with people. Socially speaking, um, not just socially speaking, but their emotional intelligence goes through the roof. So when they own the process, you know it. They're a different person. Hmm. I love that. May I ask a little bit of a question around the, how much of an advantage do you believe is a 24 hour answering service? Like how, how important do you make that? Or like, what do you make as a suggestion around 24? Because I have talked to some home service businesses. <clears throat> I have talked to some home service. Damn, I have I have talked to some home service businesses that have utilized that and think it's like a major deal for them. Like they think that really helped them a lot. Yeah. So 24/7 is well, it's it's as good as the service itself, right? Yeah. If if a customer calls in even though that's what you've advertised and they're not getting that experience, they're not getting a hold of you, mm -hmm. well then <laughs> you're, you're wasting your time. So over the years, a lot of our clients have said, you know what, we love what you're doing for our CSRs. The only problem is, is that we'd love to have the same level of, uh, of service, right? The same experience for our customers at night as well. Mm -hmm. Is there anything you can do for us? And of course, we would always say, no, we don't want to start a call center. That's ridiculous, that's yeah. crazy. But about two years ago, we finally said, all right, let's just give it a shot. And so we started a company called bookedbypsp.com. Um, and that's been a really interesting ride. We went from zero to about two million in revenue in two years. Um, we have a 93% booking ratio um, when we answer phones for people at night. So uh, some of the things we're doing in the call center industry is just unheard of. Most of the time, your average uh, call center in our industry is gonna book maybe 20, maybe 30% of their phone calls. Mm -hmm. So for us to book 93% of our phone calls, using the same pattern for excellence, right? Mm -hmm. And to get 93% call conversion, it's, it's just unheard of. So yeah, bookedbypsp.com. Awesome, well, uh, I'll just say this, is I know that this particular weakness for a lot of home service businesses, it's costing them money. Oh, for sure. And I know because I am part of helping spend that money with advertising. Just like you got in, how you got into this, we experienced that pain and that discomfort. And that's why I like talking to folks like you and like try to create some back and forth and partnership stuff because it is so crucial to your advertising. And like, not everybody is a referral if you're advertising, right? Not everyone has talked to a couple of their friends and is ready right out the gate. You have to warm them up. So that's my interest in like broadcasting your message to the world is like, I want our customers to get better at their phones. And it's crazy, you know, we're, we're talking about HVAC and, and home services right now, but also like 
a lot of our clients are roofers. Mm -hmm. So I also like wish I could just promote this idea of CSRs to those guys because I'll, CSR like they call they call them the office girl or like they they don't ref, they don't refer to them almost as like part of the sales team. Yeah, they have they're kind of over here and not trained a lot of times, not trained at all. Yeah. So like, I wish that this could spread to you know exterior remodeling basically as well. Well, it can. You know, uh, feel free to have them listen to this podcast because just to give you an example. Uh, these principles, they translate because they're just that, they're principles. They work inside the office, they work outside the office, they work in the roofing industry, we have roofers that we work with, they work in, uh, in the heating and cooling industry. Customer gets on the phone and they're inevitably gonna ask for a technician, whether it's a problem with their roof or their air conditioner. They're inevitably gonna ask for uh, what you charge for a specific, you know, a specific part or a specific service. Hey, I've got a hole in my ceiling. What, what am I going to do? Yeah. Right? What do you guys charge to patch that up? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll measure it and take pictures of it and you can give me a price over the phone. Yeah. Stuff like that. It, that's going to happen regardless of which industry we're talking about in the home service industry. So they say, hey, I'm looking for a price. We simply follow the pattern as, as, as follows. Hey, what do you guys charge for such and such? It's a great question. Can you tell me more about your situation itself? What's going on? Well, I've got this hole in my roof. Um, it occurred after that crazy rainstorm. I know, man, that was crazy. I know. i got to get this thing fixed. Well, look, you've called the right place. We can help. When would you like us to come out? Oh, this afternoon would be good. What just happened there? Well, the thing is, is it's emotional. It's not logical. They ask for a price because they don't know what to ask. So all we need to do is show them that we're listening, show them that we care, reassure them that they've called the right place, and simply ask for the appointment. And crazy thing, more times than not, they say, oh, this afternoon will be good. Mm -hmm. It's really magic, right? It's magic, and they've got to own their process in order to do it right. So I love it. I love this mindset around trying to make your company the, the only one, or at least the main one. You know what yeah. I mean? Sometimes they're gonna have a couple of people out. I, I, I like to just put myself as a homeowner sometimes. As a homeowner, I don't want to talk to more than one contractor. Yeah. Okay. I want to be done. So personally, I don't want to talk to two. If I have to, if I get the sense that you might be being shady or you're going to have like an exorbitant price, maybe I'll talk to two. But generally, I want to talk to one because I, I got stuff to do. Yeah. So the first thing we want to do with CSRs and technicians is to help them overcome their minimalist mindset. All right. For CSRs, for technicians, they're going to they're going to throw a Band-Aid on it before they replace it. Right. Mm -hmm. And they believe that everybody's like them. Ah. And the truth is, is, well, that's just not true, yeah. okay? You are a customer, you are not your customer. You cannot assume what somebody else wants. Yeah. And so the first thing you need to do is get curious about what their situation is, provide options based on their situation, and then just get to yes or no. No mm -hmm. selling required. Just get curious, provide options, and get to yes or no. That's it. I love it. Anything else you want to share with our audience here uh, to wrap up the podcast? No, uh, I mean aside from aside from uh, look, you, you hear podcasts where people tell you what to do and how to do it, and you write it down as one more thing you got to do, right? Yeah. This is one more thing I got to do. Great. Thanks for adding something to my list. You know, this is actually something that we're talking about that we you don't necessarily have to do. In fact, we will do it for you. Yeah. Right. Instead of one more thing on your plate, we're actually taking this one thing off your plate, right? Um, you were talking earlier about uh, the cost of a phone call. If let's say that your average service call is 500 bucks, for 
for some it's going to be less, for others it's going to be more. But let's just say, say for the simple math, sake of simple math, that it's 500 bucks, right? Let's say you get 30 phone calls that come in a day, and you're booking 60% of them. That means you're booking 18 calls out of the 30. Okay. Mm -hmm. So at a $500 ticket, at the end of the year, you're looking at about $2.2 million in revenue. Okay, congratulations. What if you're booking 85% of your phone calls? Well now, instead of booking only 18 out of 30, you're booking 25.5 out of 30. Okay, with that same ticket, 500 bucks, instead of making 2.2 million, you're making 3.3 million. So it's an extra million dollars. That's what we're talking about here, right? We're talking about increasing your call conversion, booking more calls, keeping your technicians busy, and, and essentially making an extra million dollars at least at the end of each year. This is the lowest hanging fruit. This is the fastest, easiest way to grow any business because when that phone rings, you're booking it as opposed to losing it. I love it. And how do people go, or where do people go to get started? Great Excuse question. Me. I'm glad you asked. So powersellingpros.com is the best way to, to uh, get with us. So it's P-O-W-E-R, selling, S-E-L-L-I-N-G, pros, P-R-O-S, dot com. Awesome. Thank you, Brigham. You bet. Appreciate you. And uh, please like, comment, subscribe, all the things, and have a good one. Bye.